Sounders, keep your shades anchored and where they belong during life's greatest feats. Head to soundergoods.com and use promo code KTTC to get 10% off and free shipping with any order. You're listening to the Keef to the City podcast. Here's Neil Keith. All right, so last Wednesday night, the Rangers lost a uh, what was called at the time a must-win game against the Capitals in Game 4, and they lost that and trailed in the series 3-1, to and everyone just expected them to roll over, uh, just like everyone expected them to last year against the Penguins. But they fought back on Friday night in the final minutes of Game 5 to uh, tie that game and win in overtime, and then they held on in Game 6 on Sunday night, um, uh, almost blowing a 4-1 to lead in the third period. But here we are again uh, on the day of a Game 7 at Madison Square Garden. In the year to date of the Game 7 against the Penguins last year when they came back three games to one. And joining me today to talk Rangers hockey with what could be either the final game of the 2014-15 Rangers season or the start of a momentous run, possibly back to the Stanley Cup final, is 6'10 from Barstool Sports New York. You can uh, read him, of course, on Barstool Sports New York. 6'10, how's it going today? Good, man. Excited. Excited. I can't wait to get this game this game going. I'll be in the building, so uh, I couldn't be more pumped. Yeah, and I know uh, you know this podcast is a little overdue because we did one before the start of the Rangers-Penguins series, and then the start of the Cap- uh, Rangers-Capitals series was sort of a hectic week. I was away, and then I was in Boston for Yankees-Red Sox at Fenway, and then I came back, and the series wasn't looking so good, so I sort of held off. But now that we're here... Here's Game Seven. You know we're we're six games behind in doing this sort of preview podcast for the series, but hmm. I think we couldn't have really picked a better time here now with a, a, a an actual must win game for both teams here heading into MSG on Wednesday night. Right. I mean this this series has has been it's 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 been crazy, but for all intents and purposes, it's 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 been even. But I will say that um, back when uh, everybody was talking about who we did want to play and who we didn't want to play, um, there were a lot of people that said they would rather have Washington than the Islanders in out of this out of the first round series. Um and I had always said, no way, give me the Islanders because even with the rivalry and whatnot, they didn't have um to me the core pieces to give the Rangers as much of a fight as the Capitals do. Um I know the Rangers have had the Caps number recently um over the past few playoffs and such, but you know, Holpe is coming into his own. They do have a stud forward in Ovechkin. Um they do have um uh, Carlson and they have, you know, solid defensemen, you know, vets like Orpic and whatnot. I just felt that they were a tougher they would give us a tougher fight and at least, you know, going to game seven they've they've certainly proven that. Yeah, and I know when we talked before the start of the playoffs, before the start of the Rangers-Penguins first-round series, you said that you wanted to face the Islanders, uh, if not in the first round, then in the second round. And all along during the regular season, I had wanted to face the Capitals up until the end. I wanted to face the Penguins, and it was more so about the fact that the Rangers had uh, beaten the Capitals in recent memory, even though the Capitals sort of became a a much different team over the last six to eight weeks of the season. And now you're sort of seeing that here, like you said, in their court pieces, in Holtby, who the Rangers had problem-solving uh, you know, not only not only during this postseason, but in the regular season in, and in the past, mm-hmm. and and we've certainly saw that over the first six games. And really, it comes down to the fact that you know they were lucky enough to get by Crosby and Malkin in pretty easy fashion in the first round. Uh, given at you know at times the two best players in the world, and certainly in that same argument with them is Ovechkin, who at times is either number one, two, or three in the world, wherever you want to rank him. And you've seen that from him at least you know at the beginning of the series. He hasn't really been that much of a factor over the last two games, but when you just 
just watch this guy, you know, shift to shift. Every time he has the puck on his stick and he crosses the blue line, and any time he lets a shot go, it has the chance of going in, which you can't say for basically 99% of the NHL, but the energy he exerts on every shift, the intensity he gives every single game, and now to come out with this, you know, sort of Messier-like guarantee here going back to MSG, uh, it has me a little nervous only because he has the ability of, you know, over anyone else in this series to take over a game uh, more so than anyone else. And I think, you know, the Ovechkin factor it could be the difference maker in Game 7, but history tells us that he'll come up short once again. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a pretty bold statement for him to, to come out and say that. And again, I don't blame anybody who says, yeah, of course they're going to win if they're asked. But he kind of seemed to volunteer it. And considering his team's history, um, his fading as uh, playoff series go on, history, um, and the fact that they had two way easier opportunities. All they had to do was hold on for another 101 seconds in Game 5. Game 6, they were playing in front of a raucous home crowd. Um, they had the last 30-something shot attempts to, to, to even the game and perhaps send it to overtime. They couldn't do that. So it's just a very weird time where if he was so confident in his team and he was so willing to put the team on his shoulders and make something happen, he had plenty of opportunity to do it and close the series out early. Now he wants to you know, say that he's fully confident in his team and his ability to do it in a Game 7 where they've had zero success and no team is, has been better in recent history thanks to Lundquist in Game 7s at their own building. Um, it's... It's it, it's it's almost an all or nothing thing. He can't really lose because if the Capitals drop the game, then you know who really thought he was serious anyway. But obviously, you throw something like that out there, and if he does happen to pull it out, um, he looks a little more uh, heroic. Um, I agree with you, though. He certainly has the skill to do it. He's terrifying to play at times, um, but it's uh, you know he again in other series he's had chances. Um, in this series, he's had chances to put teams away. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll believe it when I see it at this point. Yeah, and I mean, when you look at the Capitals, I know they've dropped uh, nine series in the past where they've led by two games in the series at one point and blew that, and they went on to lose all nine of those series, and here they are in their 10th series where they led by at least two games, and now they're forced with another game seven, which the Rangers have beaten them in the last two, and then obviously lost that other one, which sort of, you know, is different and doesn't really count because it was a much different Rangers team, that 08-09 series. But now to return home to MSG with the Rangers winning back-to-back games to force this game seven with Lundqvist at home playing as well as he has and you look at the last two games and they sort of are mirror images uh, for the shot totals against each other where the Rangers outshot the Capitals in game 5 43 to 29 and then the Capitals in game 6 45 to 28 and uh, you know Lundqvist's numbers won't look exactly great on the goals against side giving up those three goals on Sunday but for 45 shots I mean when you look at that game right from the get-go for both teams it could have opened up and been a lot worse than it was I mean you think about some of the chances the Rangers had early on aside from their goals with JT Miller in front or some of the wide open chances uh, the Capitals had from the hash marks down. I mean, that game could have opened up either way and it sort of, you know, gives us this game seven mentality where both teams have been so evenly matched that you just hope this game doesn't come down to a shitty bounce one way or the other. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, there's there's been a a ton of chances. The interesting part, you brought up the shot totals um, for at least half the games in this series. It almost seems like um, the teams that possess the puck more and fire more shots are almost 
uh, losing almost every game. I mean, the Caps have a decided advantage in game six. I know the Rangers had a huge advantage in both of the first two games uh, in Washington, and they lost both um, on, you know, one on the, the, the bad bounce and uh, the other. But it's, 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 it'll be interesting to see. My whole thing is I'm looking at the Rangers streak of playing all these one-goal games. There has to be they're, – they're, they're simply the better team this year. There has to be a game where they put it all together and they can put a team away. And I think the way the Rangers kind of stole game five right out of the hands of the Capitals and then went into game six and scored four goals before letting the Caps back in the game, I genuinely think they're on the precipice of breaking out. And I honestly – I'm trying not to be a homer. I'm looking for reasons to be a little less confident – but I think this I think this could be a game that the Rangers take not easily by any stretch of the imagination, but I think the final score is finally gonna be that, that, that two or three goal differential that the Rangers haven't played with in quite a while. I feel like most Rangers fans are pessimistic by nature because they've been let down by this team so many times over the years. And to come into this postseason as, as the number one seed overall in the entire league, the President's Trophy winner, um, to sort of, you know, never, I, I never really felt, you know, worried about the Penguins series, even though you're facing Crosby and Malkin. And when they sort of opened up the scoring right away in that game one against the Penguins, um, I just sort of laid back and watched it happen. Even when they lost game two, I wasn't worried. They go on to win that series in five games. And then entering this series, you know, they drop game one in disappointing fashion because of the last second goal. Um, and then they lose in, in game three on a terrible goal off Yendel skate. Um, they can't really score in games three or four. Um, and then they bounce back and wins game five and six. And, you know, this entire time, I mean, last year there were so many times where I was worried, or, or not even last year, but last year and every postseason besides that where I was, you know, frantic and panicking about this Rangers team. And all along it's sort of just been like, you know, I've just sat back and, and felt like the cream will rise to the crop. And I know watching former number one seeds in the playoffs, whether it's the Blackhawks or the Bruins, it just seems like eventually, you know, at some point they're going to break through and get it done and the Rangers have over the last two games and you know I told my friends after after game four I thought they'd still win it in seven and part of me you know was bullshitting them I figure you know it's not as easy as it sounds to win three again like they did last year three in a row but here we are again in a game seven and I'm not really worried about I just feel like this team has it in them to win and and hold off the Capitals and advance to the conference finals once again and I I don't know it's just a weird feeling to have with as a Rangers fan because usually I'm the one thinking oh you know if they don't score the first goal the game's over and there's no chance they'll come back but it's it's weird to be this optimistic about a Rangers team yeah I I agree a hundred percent but again even throughout the whole season this has just been a different Rangers team I mean we've always known that we can rely on Lundqvist and for the most part, strong defensive play to keep a game close and usually come out of the 1-0, 2-1, 3-2 games. The difference this year, though, is, again, the Rangers, uh, you know, were uh, one of the top three scoring teams um, all along. That's something that the Rangers haven't, you know, didn't enjoy too much under the Tortorelli years. Um, But the the biggest difference, and this even goes to uh, back when they were closing out the regular season, when they played that game against Columbus, and they were down. Stepan scored that goal late to tie it. Then he scored the game in no time to win it. And I thought to the Rangers, the game didn't really mean that much because they were pretty much set um, you, know, you know, where they were in the Metro, but it showed that they can win in any way possible. You know, they, they, they had stretches where they were just lighting teams up, scoring five or six goals a game. Um, they did it in typical uh, Lundqvist 
fashion, or even when Talbot was in there, just locking teams down and squeaking out the tight ones. And now they've shown in that Columbus game, for example, and again, how Kreider did um, in game five to extend this series, just when you think it's over and you're just simply counting down the seconds, they figure out a way to get it done. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a new feeling to just have a strange confidence even though you're, you're you're crossing your fingers saying, okay, guys, let's go, let's go, let's go, even though you're trying to will it to happen, you almost feel like when it, they need it most, it's coming. And I just feel like this Game 7 is going to be another example of that. Yeah, and I feel like when you go back to, to Game 5 and they're trailing three games to one and they're you know getting held scoreless for um, the first 58, you know, 19 of that game and they don't score until 141 left in the third and it just seemed like, if they were going to go out like that, it would have been devastating. And luckily they didn't, and, and Kreider scores, and then McDonough scores in overtime, and they come back and win game six. But to look at the you know the Stanley Cup playoffs, and everyone talks about how great playoff hockey is, and even the casual fan will talk about how great it is. But when you look at this sport compared to any other sport and how quickly things can change in the postseason, I mean, they're a minute and 41 seconds away from uh, getting shut out from back-to-back games, being eliminated, going home. And now here we are. They're playing game seven at home at MSG with the Rangers and in the history of the franchise have never lost a game seven and things have changed so quickly in the last four to five days it's sort of amazing to see them in this point again after being in this exact point last year um you know entering this series i thought that they'd win in six games only because i didn't want them to ever be in the situation of playing an elimination game but here we are they're going to play their third elimination game in a row and you know what were you thinking entering this series? i know we didn't get the chance to talk before the series started but how did you think it would shake out and and you know are you right once again and did you think a, a game seven was going to happen here on Wednesday night. It was actually funny. I, when I when I uh, blogged the the preview, I had said, you know, my gut tells me um, Caps in five. Uh, history tells me. I mean, I'm sorry, Rangers in five. History tells me Rangers in seven. So I'm just going to chop in the middle and say the Rangers will do it in the Verizon Center. Um, I, 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 I there, again, there was always a piece of me that was like, okay, this might be the time. You know, this might be Holtby's uh, coming of age series, and it it still kind of is because he's played he's played well. Um, but I don't think I, I I I figured that if the Capitals were going to keep it this close, they wouldn't do it by all beating the Rangers at their own game. Um, I know they were very physical. Their hit totals were through the roof against the Islanders, and I had said that I, I, I figured that most of that was simply because of their opponent because that wasn't usually how the Capitals play. They do play a heavy game, but not throwing 50, 60 hits a game. They haven't done that. Instead, you know, they, they, they took the Islanders game and they did it better. Now it seems like they're trying to take the Rangers game and blocking shots and kind of stifling and suffocating and, and waiting to counterpunch um, almost Tortorella style rather than obviously Vigneault style. Um, uh, the, I, I, didn't, I didn't see them playing this type of game. Um, but now that it's to the point where um, they're, they're, they're teetering on elimination once again with such a lead, I don't think they're mentally prepared to fight their way out of it. I'm not sure what kind of game they're going to come out and play. If Ovechkin, for example, is going to be the guy who goes out like a bat out of hell saying, I got to make this guarantee um, happen, uh, who knows? Maybe he's going to play some helter-skelter style that takes him out of position and, 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 and gives us a big goal, similar to how his hit on Tavares did in the Islander series uh, that extended that one. Um, I, 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 I expected this to be semi-close, not in this fashion, 
But now that the Capitals left the Rangers a little bit of breathing room, I think the Rangers will shut the door. And the weird thing about the series is, I mean, you look at game one and the Rangers came out on fire. They sort of dominated that game. They end up losing it in in devastating fashion. And then um, they come back in game two and they needed to win that game at home. And they came out on fire, took an early lead, sort of didn't let up. And, and even though it was a close three to two finish, they were able to hold on. And then they didn't really do that in games three, four, and five. And then in game six, they came out and they looked like that team that we saw in the first period of game two. They looked like the team we saw in the first period of game one. And it's just like <laughs> when you watch this as a Rangers fan, why can't they just do this every game? Yeah, it's, that's a bit infuriating. And it was kind of the same way in the, in the, in the Penguin series. I mean, they, they, would, they would dominate a period. Most of the time will be the first period. Um, they'd usually maybe come out one nothing or to be 0-0. And you, you would always look at yourself and be like, listen, if they're playing like that and only scoring one goal, you know, the more the more goals are coming. But they'd always seem to, you know, give a period right back to the Penguins. They've done the same thing with the Capitals. I mean, it it, it is a little infuriating that seemingly in one of the two intermissions always seems to screw up um, their their mojo. But again, when they've needed it most, they've gotten it done. So I'm not going to be too picky yet. But obviously, if they do manage to advance out of this series, um, the deeper they get. Uh, the more consistent six, uh, 60 minutes they're going to have to find, which is almost a credit to the Rangers team uh, that they're they're this far and they're a game away from going into the, the conference final. And they've shown glimmers of their A game, but they've honestly yet to put a full 60 minutes together. Um, when they do, that can obviously be even better than we've seen. It'll be nice. I mean, obviously they win. It'll be nice for a lot of reasons, but one of them is for all the Islanders fans who were chirping after game four, you know, oh, at least we took them to seven. We might have lost, but we went to seven, and now here they are um, all, you know, with a chance to uh, eat their words once again if the Rangers can advance to the conference finals once again, and I know for you, you know, you know where you're situated, where you work, being surrounded by a lot of Islanders fans, um, you know, how sweet will that be for you if the Rangers can pull this off, not only as a Rangers fan and to advance and to come back down 3-1 for the second year in a row, but to, to once again show uh, the team that calls themselves the best team in New York and their fans that, you know, it takes a little more than a, and then a couple good months in the middle of the season to win the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, at, at, at this point, honestly, I mean, that's, 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 that's laughable. Once the Rangers took game five, you know, at the, over the games three and four, I was getting texts left and right. Ah, we took them to seven or, or, you know, we got tea times ready and, you know, all this, all this crap. But once the Rangers took game five, <coughs> you didn't hear a peep. You, you, you're, you're not hearing, nobody's hearing, I don't even know any Island fans apparently anymore because they're like, oh shit, you know, now the Rangers are really showing what they're made of. Um, I, 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 of course, I would, I would love to turn around and say, you know, that team you guys had a problem with, yeah, you know, we just reeled off three in a row and made it to another conference final. But um, I think, you know, they, they're similar to Ovechkin, you know, making a ridiculous guarantee. The Islanders are trying to look for any sort of glimmer of hope or reason to act like they're relevant when, in fact, the Rangers are still the best team in town. And it's not really, it's closer, but it's not really that close. I know that uh, I know you've got plans tonight because you're heading to to the game seven on Wednesday at the Garden. But I almost feel like we we should find out where the Caps are staying and take Ovechkin out and get him like ridiculously drunk or something to get him off his game for Wednesday. I don't even know. Like, does does, does that affect Russians or is that what he does when he plays his big games? I don't know if that would backfire or not. I don't I don't I don't trust him. Maybe he comes in all uh, drunk or hungover or whatnot and just plays like a man out of hell. Maybe that's his plan. Well, you've played. But your... I think. Oh, keep going. I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I think, I think um, 
McDonough and, and, and Brody showed a lot in game six, um, especially McDonough, um, you know, seven blocks, seven hits. I, I think all Ovechkin's guarantee is going to do is, is put a, a, an X on his chest and, you know, our, our captain's going to step up and say, I guarantee you, you don't win this game yourself. Well, you've put yourself in a good situation. I mean, you're going to Game 7 at Wednesday night at the Garden. The Rangers have never lost a Game 7 at the Garden in the history of the Rangers and the Garden. So uh, either uh, you know, you're going to be leaving there ecstatic and uh, they're going to be on their way to another conference final or uh, you know, it's going to be something not like that. But um, we'll talk again, and uh, hopefully we have a chance to preview the Eastern Conference Finals. If not, the next time we talk, unfortunately, will be during the offseason to either look back at what went wrong in a President's Trophy season or looking ahead to 2015-16. But I have a good feeling, you know, Henrik Lundqvist at home, you can't bet against him, you can't bet against this team, what they've been through, the way they've proved themselves. I think we'll be talking Eastern Conference Finals sometimes toward the end of this week. I agree. I mean, listen, the bottom line is I don't care which team you like or don't like or or however you want to construe it. Every single logical factor going into this game favors the Rangers. Again, you still have to play it. Anything can happen. Ovechkin is a wild card. Um, if the Rangers want to play another 2-1 game where they're too pass-happy and you know don't want to slam a couple pucks home and leave the door open for the Caps to get another good bounce, then you know, sure, the Caps could obviously win this game. I'm not saying they can't. But there's no logical reason for me to say, oh, shit, might be in trouble. There's a, Every Ranger fan should be ultimately confident, and I think we're going to pull it out. All right, 610, thanks again for coming on. Uh, good luck to you. Good luck to the Rangers on Wednesday night at the Garden, and I look forward to talking towards the end of this week as we preview uh, the next round of this playoffs. You got it.